Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Uh, happy Memorial Day, everybody. Do you really wish people a happy Memorial Day? I don't know. Have a good Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Hope your barbecue went well. <laughs> We didn't have a barbecue. Did your did did, did uh, the it's the start of summer, right? Like, yeah, the unofficial start of summer. Yeah, baby. Hope your summer is starting out well. <laughs> is your summer starting out well? Yeah, I guess I went in the pool with Henry. Uh, that was good. Yeah, you guys really you had some fun in there. Yep, he sure did. Wow. You didn't have fun? I mean, I had some fun, but there was a lot of work to do. There was. We had to do a lot of work. He's very demanding. Yes. He is a little bit of a tyrant right now. And the other day, I I was trying to explain. I was like, yelling does nothing. Just talk. And I tried to cut him off on his yells. You know, we'll see. (laughs) Is he any better? Maybe a little bit, but... He's just got a lot of feelings right now. I mean, 
But don't we all? It's a lot. He's a lot. He's a lot. He's a lot right now. He's three. Uh, he is three. Yes, he's three, but he's also like a hundred. Mm, interesting. He's like a cranky old man because he's very set in his ways. Right. You know, I suppose all three-year-olds are set in their ways. You know, because they've had so long to have their ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Their ways are like, their ways are ever-changing and yet seem like they've been doing them forever. Yeah. <sighs> That's my deep thought for the day. I don't have any deep thoughts for the day. Hmm. I had a deep nap for four hours, three hours. Yeah, how, you how many sure hours? Did. Uh, you slept for two and a half hours. Yeah. I went down when the baby went down. You know, everybody, we just gotta, you gotta nap when they nap. <laughs> and then you nap for an hour longer than they did. Actually, you only nap for 20 minutes longer than he did. Oh, good. Great. He, <coughs> I felt as tired as him. He took a two-hour nap. Good. He's been napping hard. Well, lately. I've been napping hard, too, but I think his naps have really brought me some sort of uh, semblance of, uh, this is a good time to take a nap. Mm-hmm. You know? I do. Well, his nap is at, like, a real kind of, like, post-lunch siesta time, you know? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with a one o'clock snooze. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Especially uh, on a Sunday. Amen. You know? Yeah. Sunday I do. fun day. Yeah. Sunday fun day. Um, what else is happening? I don't know. I really don't. Okay. I sort of just like I'm sitting here right now trying to think about it. Mama talk about it. <laughs> Um, what else is there to say, really? I took Henry to the beach yesterday for a birthday party. Yeah, that, like, was at your prime time of of birthday parties for children to nap at one o'clock. It was 11 a.m. Yeah. And there was a, there was a spot of traffic getting there, so we didn't actually, like, get to the beach till 11.20. Memorial Day at the beach. Was it busy? Um, it was busy-ish, I think because it was cloudy and not that warm, which like was fine with me. It wasn't as crowded as it maybe would have been. Yeah. But it was, it was busier. It was, it was actually busier than I think a typical weekend, but not as busy as I would have expected for Memorial Day. Certainly busier than you have seen it. Correct. Lately. Yes. Um, but Henry really had a great time. He you texted me and said, you know, at like 1220, I expected to read a text that said, we're on our way home. I'm going to try to keep him up. It just said, he's having so much fun. And then you just ran it over. I know, which is very unlike me. It is. I was very confused by what was happening. And I lived to regret it. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, he came home and uh, demanded Mickey Mouse's phone house without the beginning. And then... I said he could have five minutes of it. Yeah. But he was so overtired by that point. He did not fall asleep in the car, which I was actually pretty shocked by. Um, and then he went down, He, you know, he's, he's supposed to go down for his nap at one. He went down for his nap at like 2.10, slept till four. And I, I, yeah, you told me to go wake him up. And I walked in there and put my hand on him and he still didn't wake <laughs> up. 
And then putting him to bed last night was like a rigmarole. I mean, it was literally eight o'clock. Yeah. Because he like said, what time is it? I said, eight o'clock. Congratulations. <laughs> so look, I learned my lesson, but also, you know what? He, he really did. He was just like really enjoying himself. He was digging. He was making sandcastles. Did he enjoy himself as much as he didn't enjoy himself later when he was throwing tantrums? I mean, that's the thing. It's like, maybe. Maybe he was? Yeah. Oh, well, then okay. But I think the next time something like that is the situation, we will get to the beach earlier and then just join the party when it starts. Yeah. Instead of getting there at eleven twenty, and which like would kind of be around the time we would normally be leaving the beach, right? <laughs> so hope that he's beached out by the time. Yeah. So he then, like, would leave. right? So then we'd have like another maybe half hour with the party, and then we could and then we could leave. If anyone's wondering out there, we live. I don't know how far from the beach. How long did it take you to get there? Took about half an hour. Half hour to get to the Santa Monica beach. So it's a commitment. You well, know. it was it was Will Rogers. It wasn't even Santa Monica. It was past Santa Monica. I don't even know where that is. It's I mean, I know where it is, but Palisades. Whatever. It's the same. It's a. It's a. It's he calls stretch. He calls PCH the Eleven Freeway. The Eleven. Yeah. It was the one. No, because you get off the ten and you get on the Eleven. <laughs> I see. He knows. He knows the ten, and then I said. Well, you know, we get like the 10 turns into PCH, Pacific Coast Highway that we it goes along because we uh, we we go on the uh, 11 freeway. <laughs> and I was like, well, PCH, why not? Why it not the 11 freeway? <laughs> and he just like was so committed to it being the 11 freeway that I was just kind of like, yeah, I don't know, but and he's like wh-? like then he asked why they didn't um, name the freeways like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Like, why didn't they kind of go in order? And I was like, I don't know. That's a great question. But like, the PCH is the one. I know, but it's and not. And then the- you could take them on the two, which is uh, we've been on the two yes, with him. There's no three. I don't know. We take but, them on Route Three when we go back to Boston. Anyway, it was cute. Um, <coughs> and yeah, he just you know he just loves the ocean. He loves the majestic power of the ocean. Are there kids that don't like the ocean? I think so. Interesting. I don't know of any. He really wanted to go in, like go in, in, and the the water was so rough yesterday that I was like, I'm like, we cannot. Also, I didn't have my bathing suit, but I was like, we have to stay at the very edge and you have to hold my hand. And like, that's as far as we're going in. I mean, he tricked me today into going into the pool. He tricked you? Yeah. Because I said, well, how, how, what's the water temperature? Because he's been pretty good about it, like a little cold or. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. uh, uh, warm or whatever. Today he said it was warm. So I believed him. Oh, no. And then he made me jump in and it was freezing. Wow. And I got in there and I was like, it is so cold. This is not warm. How dare you? <laughs> and I think it was all part of his master plan to just get some swimming time in yeah has he asked to go back in the pool no because i said we would go in after his nap he did not but he was um 
he was upset that I had not come in to get him after his nap. You said you would. I know, but I didn't know that he was up, and Holly just went in and got him. Oh, no. You can't upset the child. And then he had to come and snuggle with me for, like, a while, and then... He's just like, he had his thumb in his mouth. He was just like very like. Manipulative. Emotional. Manipulative. Emotional. I don't know. I think there's more to it. I don't think you can ascribe like such deep motivations to a three-year-old. I disagree. Because then I ask him about it later and he's like, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, so that was that. I think we're going to go back to the beach tomorrow actually for our play date. But it's. Memorial Day. I know, but we'll go really early. Because the friend that we're going with likes to, she also gets up early. Define early. I mean, maybe we'll leave here at like 8.30. That's early enough to go to the beach. Trust me, I've done this a thousand times. Okay. All right. Jeez. If you you are on PCH before 9.30, you're fine. If you're on, if you get to PCH after 10.30 on like a busy weekend, you're fucked. Wow. 9.30 to 10.30, it's like, ooh, toss-up. These are some wise Californian words for anyone. Yeah. Well, you know, when I first moved here, when I was still running, I would go to the beach um, on the weekends, like, really early and run. I used to go to Malibu and swim. And, like, when I was coming back, there would be, it would be, like, 10-ish, and there would be all this traffic. Speaking of tennis, how's tennis going? Tennis is good, except my my the the person I'd been playing with broke her toe. How long uh, does that take you out of the I game feel for? Like t- I mean, remember how long I was out when my I hurt my foot? Yeah, but that was a different injury. I know, but it was still a foot injury. I feel like foot injuries take a while to. Yeah, but I feel heal. like a broken toe. NBD. I don't know. All right. Um. It's it's TBD. So that's kind of a bummer because she also like she doesn't live that far and so you know the play, the courts where we play were also convenient for her and we've gotten into like a rhythm and but then like we haven't been able to play in like over a month not because of the toe for various other reasons and we just like lost the momentum you know It's hard hard to get it back It is um and you know, I only have like certain times that I can play and I don't like playing in the middle of the day because it's too sunny. So it's tough. It's real tough. Noted. You know? Um, and then I have a bunch of friends who also, who do play, but they, they all live on the east side. So like a bunch of them were playing on Friday at four, but like in Highland Park. And I was like, I'm not going to drive to Highland Park at four on Friday, Memorial Day weekend. Might as well kill myself. So, wow. What? You think I'm exaggerating? I think you're very, you know, this is a very great episode of the sketch of the Californian. <laughs> uh, I would probably take the freeway. I, you know, you should, oh, you could also just not go anywhere like me. Well, I try. I mean, that's why I like to play at those courts near our house because it's like, it's a two minute drive. Yeah. I'm a big fan of not leaving. Well, except you play golf every day. Yeah, but what time do I do that? Okay, but like, I can't do that because you're playing golf. Right. So. Would you do that? 
I would not play at 5.30 in the morning. Okay. No, that's, that was I would not. Um, but I would play at 8. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't play at 8, so. You can. Yeah. No, I can't. If I play by myself, you can do it. You know, you say that, and then you get home at like, you're like, oh, I uh, got, I got stuck. I'm, I won't be home till 8.40 or something, you know? That's what other people try to tag on my tea time. Okay, but I'm just saying it's not consistent. Like, I can't count on that. Well, so. if if you'd asked me to, I could just make that the blanket rule. Someone asks if I can play golf, I lie and say, nope. <laughs> well, I mean, if I played at eight, you wouldn't have to lie because you, you would have to be back. You no, know no I, mean? I know, but I'd bet to lie about playing. I'd be like, no, I can't play because I don't want to say yes, but I have to leave it this time because then I only get three holes in. Oh, I see. Because mm-hmm. everybody takes too much time. Right. All right. That's your golf, tennis, in California. <laughs> uh, great job, everybody. Uh, yep. 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 We nailed it. Please help us by writing into the podcast. Dory Matt at Gmail. Matt and Dory at Gmail. Call us. Leave a voicemail. 413-461-BABY. And we'll be right back. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know uh, stripes on the top of it. it's like oh hey look at me i'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person they've got those too and they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff 
you know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. And we're back. Hello. Let's see what other people are up to. Hopefully more interesting things than us. Okay. So last week, do you remember we heard from Anonymous who was had been an altruistic surrogate for her friends and now she was thinking about doing it again for a couple she didn't know and she was feeling uncomfortable about taking money from them? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we heard back from her and she said all i needed to hear was matt utter boy this is altruistic to a fault got it i'll take the money and buy myself a tv winky face i couldn't tell if she was being sarcastic uh i don't know i don't know are they i don't know i mean let's think about what we know about me (laughs) try to help frame this in a way that i understand i don't know i mean i'm not a big fan of inconveniencing people but and nor am i a big fan of taking people's money so okay well we heard we actually I mean, the reality of it is like they uh, there's a thing i've been working on and they offered a script fee and i was it's like no it's not really not how we i do tv don't give me the money now we sell it so i said no Mm-hmm. to the money <laughs> right just because it's just not what you do but that's like a different situation because you are going to get money later if it sells yeah but that money for that 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 particular money is gone forever oh why didn't you take the money we could have used that money i know but it's just not how it's done <laughs> oh okay so maybe i was being altruistic to a fault maybe you were hmm. we did hear from another couple of listeners about this Melody wrote in to say, Hi, Dorian Matt. I want to weigh in on the listener who is conflicted about being paid for surrogacy. I honestly think she should take payments because you never know what is going to happen after pregnancy or if you'll have any complications. But I have another thought. If the thought of payment is absolutely unacceptable, why not have the lawyers make a clause to put the amount of your payment into a college fund for the future child? I know with my daughter and IVF, I always joke that it's a good thing she is smart because we've already paid her college fund just to get her here. This could be a way to get away from the feeling that you're being paid and yet still provide a benefit to the child in the future. I don't know if she means the child that you're going to be carrying or the child, because this this listener had said that they wanted to adopt a child also. A, I don't know, but is she being triply altruistic here? Yeah, that might, that seems, if she's, if it's a, if it's a, College fund for the child that you're not even going to raise? That seems very altruistic. This year, I've only had one bite of hot dog because my daughter demanded it when we visited the aquarium and then just wanted the bun and the fries. We have way too many TVs in the house and even more if you consider the arcade games as TV screens. But our main TV is 65 inches and I would get an even bigger one if I had the space on the wall. Wishing the best for the altruistic donor, Melody. I love arcade games as TV screens. I don't count them, but I like that you have multiples. (laughs) Now, we heard from another listener, this is from Anonymous, who had a similar um, thought. Uh, And they wrote, here is your reframe, or at least an action that might make you feel better about it. 
put the money into a 529 savings account and save it for the child you intend to adopt. You need to name a beneficiary when you open the account, but you can basically name anyone in your family, sibling, cousin, nephew, etc., and then change the beneficiary down the line. It remains your money and the beneficiary doesn't have any claim on or control over the money. They are incredibly easy to open and can potentially give you a tax break depending on what state you live in. You can open one under any state system. The Forever 35 Money Group can answer more questions on this. And if your child doesn't end up going to college or have other expenses that count, you can do two things. Pass the money on to yet another family member by changing the beneficiary again or worst case scenario, withdraw the money and pay the taxes and any potential penalties on the earnings, but it's not but it's different than not accepting the money at all. And maybe yes, get yourself a new iPad. I mean, I'm just, there's a forever 35 money group. There's a forever 35 everything group, honestly. <laughs> it's like wild. The number of forever 35 groups that exist. Well, you know, I think if your offshoots have offshoots, then, you know, the internet is a place for, very specific needs that's true that is very true um uh, there was an episode of uh whatever version of mickey he was watching today mixed up adventures mixed up adventures where uh mickey was playing video games and donald was uh i forget what donald was doing but daisy was listening to podcasts really yeah and but but they were camping so minnie was like Stop listening to podcasts and playing video games. What? Yeah. I was like, this is bananas. Oh my goodness. Do you think, yeah, I was going to say, do you think Henry knows what a podcast is? And I think he knows that it's something that we record, but I don't think he like knows what it is. No. Um, all right. Well, we have a voicemail also on this topic. Shoot. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. Um, my name's Ashley. I'm calling about an email from a couple of weeks ago about a girl that wanted to be a surrogate, but um, she had gastric bypass. So I am a two-time surrogate. I just had a baby a couple weeks ago, and although I did not have gastric bypass surgery, I did have um, the cornea surgery after my son was born. And I applied with a couple of agencies, and one turned me down because of my hernia surgery, and another said that it was fine as long as the doctor, you know, a doctor would approve it. So um, I would encourage the person to either seek out other agencies or, uh, you know, that deal with different reproductive endocrinologists and, uh, you know, continue her search because if I had given up, I would not have been able to help bring two little babies into the world. So, um, yeah, that's it. I keep saying I'm alone. I wish her luck. Uh, I live in Fresno, California, and uh, I think my apartment is 1,300 square feet. We have a 65-inch television in our living room, a 55-inch in our bedroom, and I think my son has a 24-inch in his room. And I don't know how many hot dogs I've eaten because I had gestational diabetes, and it was one of the only things I could eat for a while. Bye. That's an interesting solution to gestational diabetes. (laughs) Just eat hot dogs? Yeah, I love it. It reminds me of when you were on, there was some diet you were on and you were constantly eating hot dogs with mustard. Some uh, keto. Yeah, that was like a keto thing, but that was back when I could find hot dogs mm. that, you know, were good. Sure. That one 
brand they sold at Sprouts for a limited time that is no longer there. Yeah. Yeah, they did sell that only for a limited time. I miss it. Mm. I'd like it to come back. Okay. I don't know where it is. Mm. Um, I mean, but this this caller does raise a good point, which is like, it never hurts to get a second opinion. Yeah, obviously. You know? I mean, we talked about that last week with like, you know, maybe it's this clinic that won't do that. Yeah, totally. So... Yeah, I guess this is in. Um, this was in in response to a different surrogate question. Remember the question we got a couple weeks ago about the woman who wanted to be a surrogate, but um, she had had gastric bypass. That was a separate. That was a different caller. No, I know. Okay. Wait, what did you think I thought? No, I was just I was kind of just clarifying for myself. Oh, I see. Yeah, we're not talking about the altruistic surrogate. We're talking yes, about yes, the surrogate yes, yes, who yes. would like to be altruistic, but yes, totally. All right. Well, let's read. Stretch break. <laughs> you know what that music means. Stretch break. Oh, boy. Um, There's a show called uh, Mickey's Fun House. It only has 11 episodes. So we've seen them all 11 times. <laughs> His favorite one is about a snow, a summer snowstorm where Donald stays outside in his what appear to be swim trunks yes and does whatever donald wants and he finds that hilarious <laughs> why donald stay outside <laughs> also like this child has seen snow i think once in his life when he was eight months old <laughs> yeah so it's kind of funny to me that like this is the episode that he's so fixated on eight months old he saw it in november or december when we went to Palm Spring pictures of him oh, standing yeah. in the snow. Yeah, but I feel like you are so forgetful about snow. <laughs> wow, I'm like Donald. Um, you know what? Actually, let's take a break, and then we'll read this email when we come back. Okay, you sure? Yes, I'm All sure. All right, we'll be right back. Hopefully, this commercial break is in the right spot. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're back. Late-breaking news. Maybe people heard today's episode already and decided to not email in. <laughs> I mean, I think we're also getting into that summer kind of doldrums stretch where people kind of tune out. Well, I would tune out if all I listened to was people talking about which highway to take in golf and tennis. I'd be like, okay. That's fair. Um, so if you're like me... This isn't for you. If you're not like me, then I suggest writing in because we're at the end of this show here. Well, we're not at the end end. We're in the home stretch. Yeah, we're in the home stretch. Can right. podcasts be this short? Yes. This is from Carolina. Hi, our, our Carolina? <laughs> no. Oh. Hi, Matt and Dor. I've been listening to your podcast for about a year and a half. 
and it has helped me to stay positive during my IVF journey. Long story short, I was 41 when my partner and I decided to have a baby. I got pregnant almost immediately, but it was not to be. I had a miscarriage at 12 weeks at the height of the pandemic in April 2020, having to go through most of it all by myself at the hospital as my partner waited outside and wasn't allowed in. We kept trying and got pregnant again in November of that year, only to find out in an early scan that the baby was in trouble and after an amniocentesis be advised to terminate. They had trisomy 18 and wouldn't make it to birth. My life would also be a risk from week 16. A tough decision with a lot of emotions involved. Our IVF journey started about two months after that termination. Our tests showed the only issue to be my aging eggs. So we did three rounds of egg collection, got 28 embryos after fertilization, and after PGS testing, we had one normal embryo ready to transfer. Yes, only one. We transferred Uh, on October 31st, and I'm now 32 weeks pregnant at 43. I wanted to share my story because it helped me so much to read or hear different stories during my journey. Anything and everything is possible, and we just try our best to roll with it. As we get ready to welcome our little one into the world, I have a question that keeps coming back. Do you plan on telling Henry he's an IVF baby? I'm years away from the where am I from question being asked, but curious how people deal with it, so would love to hear from you and your listeners. Many thanks and love, much love, Carolina, a Brazilian living in London with her American husband and a sassy Boston Terrier called Gypsy. Wow. Uh, your Terrier should be called Romani people, <laughs> as okay. I've learned many times. Yep via podcasting um the well I, I mean sure right i don't well i mean we have a podcast about it so it seems it, it seems odd that we would <laughs> keep the secret yeah keep the secret i mean it's wild to me that some people we know have still kept the secret from people we know yeah it is fucking bananas mm-hmm. you're supposed to be a grown-ass adult you're you're that is the silliest thing i've ever heard but sure, sure, we'll field all the questions. Uh, okay. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, anyone who's an IVF baby is from the same place everybody else is. Yes. Just a different method. Amen. Um, so, yes, I, we do plan on telling him. And I feel like I've seen books recommended, but I'm blanking on what they are. So We have that wish book. That is yes. Like, uh, it's an emotional roller coaster. It's engineered to make you cry. Yeah, it's an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> we somehow we ended up with two copies of that book. I think because people were like, they must want this book because they're doing IVF. And then it's like it's 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 a lot to read. <laughs> it is. It's very you know it's sweet, but it's also like what is this? We just go to bed. What are you doing? Yeah, Henry has. He's like moving into longer books. Well, he's move. It's not that he wants longer books. He just wants delays. Yeah, but he used to like even if he picked out a longer book, he wouldn't like he would just flip through it. He wouldn't listen to the whole story. Yeah, but he still will sometimes pick out the the fabric book about yes. tails. Yes, I know, and that really makes me laugh. <laughs> it's like a book for like literal newborns. <laughs> Why we even still have it, I don't know, but. It's one of those crunchy books, yeah, it's like, like on fabric. Though. He likes it. He does like it. But, you know, it is funny. He does, like, ask more questions about it than, like, a, you know, a four-month-old would. Sure. So um, he's enjoying it on another level. He is, I think. Um. Okay. This is from Chelsea. Howdy, Matt and Dory just finished the ep and had an acronym mom joke to go with Matt's dad jokes on REI and EMS. Mm. I'm from Texas and my mom would always call SMU Southern Money University. (laughs) It's actually Southern Methodist University, but it is a pricey private school. 
not trying for kids yet, but I'm in my early 30s and it seems like all my friends are having kids. So I've definitely had the convo with my partner infertility considerations included because of the pod. Chelsea in 2000 square feet in Dallas, Texas, two adults, two 20 pound rescue mutts, no hot dogs this year. I'm allergic to beef and only like ketchup on them. Sorry, Matt. Our living room TV is under 50 inches and the guest room TV is under 40 inches. Just haven't gotten around to upgrading either. My partner watches most TV on one of his three gaming computer monitors. Mm, interesting. Um, I thought about getting a gaming computer. Yeah. Um, but I, I haven't. What's holding you back? I don't know where I'd put it. Mm, yeah, your desk is pretty crowded. My desk is full. Yeah. Like this little, this thing, this profiler probably takes up the space where that computer would go. Yeah. You know, I got a PlayStation in the middle here, so. You got a lot going on. Too much, some would say. Yep. TMG. Some would say that. She says as she looks around Matt's office. Look, I am sorry that when I pass, you'll have a lot to clean up. Good luck. It's bananas in here. Good luck. It's like make sure you get the right prices for those guitars. It's like I don't I whatever. <laughs> if I think about it too much, it depresses me. So I try What's not it to like think about it? What? What's it like? I mean, it feels like we live in like a hoarder junkyard. Cool. That's nice. So you know, that's how it feels to me. Look, I have to keep the Christmas tree in here because you won't let me keep it anywhere else. And that throws up, throws everything into a people. Well, we just don't, you know, we don't have a basement because we live in California. And we don't have an attic. There's something called a California basement we've talked about. Yes, but we don't have one. I know. <laughs> so there's nowhere to just like store stuff. Right. So all that shit ends up in here. Like Henry's old, you know, car seats, Henry's. You know, there's the, what do you call it? The the Christmas stuff, yeah, which is enormous. There's also a lot of stuff that is not that stuff. I know, but that stuff would be in other places if I didn't have to store the storage shit in here. I mean, that's the that's the disaster area right there. And it's all that Christmas stuff. Okay. What? It's not like the rest of the office is like clean. Yeah, but the rest of the office could be clean because that stuff could go over there. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, my God. Please email us so we have more to talk about than what my office looks like. Maybe we should get a storage unit. No. That's an excuse to have more stuff. Yeah, but, like, in the meantime, look at what our, like, yard looks like. You get, like, and we have, like, boxes in the, like, we we also have Christmas stuff in the hallway. There's that big there's that storage thing of Christmas stuff outside well, the playroom. I haven't brought it in here because there's stuff on top of it. Right. So like we just don't it's all have your stuff. We don't have room. It's not all my stuff. All that stuff on top of the Christmas stuff is your stuff. No, it's not. It isn't mine. Okay. I'm just saying like. She really likes to throw darts here when she's like, she's really, oh, this is a real kettle pot situation. Okay. I just, you know, we just have too much stuff. Yeah. The end. We have too much stuff. Tumgus, the AMPM mascot, too much good stuff. That's we're him. 
It just feels like every time we, we get rid red of red vines for hair. Every time we get rid of stuff, like more stuff, it's like it's like it's like a weed. Our stuff is like a weed. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh-huh. No one I feel like no one else lives like this. Like you I, feel wrong. I see I go to other people's houses and they're like clean and they don't have stuff everywhere. It's because their stuff is hidden. I guarantee it. And I'm just like, oh, I wish I lived like this. <laughs> start in there. Okay. Then start in our bedroom. Oh, the the pile of clothes on the chair? I've thrown out piles of clothes so many times. I'll do it again. And by thrown out, I mean donated. But I will do it again. Okay. How about the chair that somehow now lives in our bedroom? That makes it used it... to be in here, but now there's a Christmas tree there. Okay. But like, I can't get into the closet. That's because you didn't want to get a real Christmas tree. What? A real Christmas tree. Oh my God. You wanted to get a fake Christmas tree. No, I didn't. Everyone go back to the tape. Oh my God. <sighs> Give me strength. Please. Give me a new wife, please. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> What's next? What? Your new wife has to record this podcast now. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was kind of hoping. My new wife and your new husband. <laughs> we can just go. I'm no, I'm not getting a new husband. I can't. I can't live with another husband. Why? Because husbands are too much work. Okay. <sighs> okay. It's very sexist of you, but whatever. This is from Beth. Happy Sunday, Matt and Dory. No, it's not. Beth from Edmonton with a hot dog update. Matt, I lied to you. I knew it. Please forgive me. I won't. The Hutterite hot dogs are beef, not pork. To be fair, my memory is tired. The last time I had one was last summer, and the only beef product they sell is the hot dog. I thought this colony only raised chickens and pigs. That said, they were delicious. So, so flavorful. As for the 37 minutes off my life, I meant for eating, not time making. My bun situation is a no-need fridge dough, so it takes five minutes to put together and then two minutes to shape each bun. Lazy food that happens to be from scratch. Interesting. Anyway, you wanted an update. Always happy to oblige. Beth in Edmonton, 650 square feet with two adults and two cats. Hot dog count just jumped by seven. So nine So in 2022 so far. It's quite Hutterite, a week. Hutterite hot dogs will likely be purchased one one a month or so as a tasty farmer's market treat all summer. One 40-inch TV that is only used for Netflix, Prime, and Mario Kart on a first-generation Wii. Wow. Sports watched on a computer, and if I'm watching alone, I tend to use my iPad Pro. Hmm. P.S. Matt, congrats on your new piano situation. What's my new piano situation? That you play it. Oh. I believe. Thanks. I don't, I don't know of any other new piano situation, unless you do. How's your piano situation going? It's good. I mean, are I'm, you getting are you getting what you need out of your classical exercises? Yeah. When, when's your recital? It was. They had one last weekend. I declined to participate. <laughs> why? Because that's not why I'm doing this. <coughs> Wait, what? I'm not doing this to like play in recitals. Just doing this for the satisfaction. What does anyone do piano for? Only piano recitals, as far as I'm concerned, which, by the way, is the only in- instrument I've ever heard of with a recital. I've heard of violin recitals. Well, that sounds worse than ever. Mm. Um, yeah, my teacher really wanted me to do it. And I was like, no. Rude. You're supposed to participate in those. Am I? Yeah, was it like... 
At a theater? Yeah. Oh, it would have been fun. Henry would have loved it. Oh, boy. He would have liked it. Maybe we'll do it next he year. He might have tolerated it. I, yeah, I can't imagine he would really love it. No, he wouldn't. Or you'd be surprised. He never know. Sometimes you never know with surprised, him. That's he surprises true. us all with various things. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll do it next year. All right. Do you want to do a duet? No. You sure? With my new husband or... I mean, or your new wife. They're going to be busy doing the podcast. So oh. We'll have the free time to do the recital. Right. Okay. Um, no, you don't like to play classical music. I could play classical music. I just have to get a classical guitar. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Henry could play the xylophone or the triangle. We could be a family band. I like the world needs more family bands. You know, Haim... Well, they are. They still are a family band, but they started as like a, a real family band with their parents. Uh, and then they kicked their parents out of the group. Yeah, that's rude. Well, they're dead weight. <laughs> Henry's gonna kick us out of the group. For people, just play triangle. He will for sure kick us out of the group. He'll be the best triangle player ever. What's a triangle player called? A triangleist. I would assume it's part of the rhythm section. Yeah, but like, you know how you say, like, a clarinetist, a violinist, a pianist. Is it a triangleist? No, because I don't think you can focus on just triangle. Oh, you have to, you have to, you're a percussionist. Yeah. Mm, I see. Maybe we can get him a marimba. Those what are else? like 20 grand. What else do you think a triangle player plays? What other, what other instruments? Marimba. And? Gong. Do you think they also play tambourine? Yes. Mm, maracas yes mm, okay it's really any instrument that you know you hit with a mallet essentially i see or a stick or a stick the thing that you like rub the you know what i'm talking about yep yeah yep those things the sticks <laughs> what are those called rhythm sticks i forget <laughs> they have a name um egg shakers no, not egg shakers, weirdly. Really? Yeah, I oh. decided that just now. Oh, okay. You'd be counting the egg shakers. But not drums. Drums are separate. No, drums are in the percussion family, honey. No, I know, but I don't think the person who plays triangle is also playing drums. I do. I think that. You do? Yeah. Does the person who plays triangle also play drums? What is it like to play instruments such as the triangle? There are percussionists who, unlike most instrumentalists, have to be experts at playing multiple instruments. Ooh, let's see what else Cora has Definitely to say. Definitely written by a drummer. Oh, man. Unlike most instruments, mentalists, we have to be experts at everything. They're skilled in many, if not all, of the percussion instruments that may feature in a symphony orchestra. This includes all the different kinds of drums and xylophones slash metallophones, marimba, glock. Anything you hit with a thing. Glockenspiel. Mm-hmm. Oh, Henry should learn how to play the glockenspiel, vibraphone, etc. If I want to learn more, I have to join Quora, and I don't really want to. You're sure you'll get a lot of emails? Oh, here, very dumb here's questions. a Reddit post. Today I learned there is no such thing as a triangle player in an orchestra. The guy playing the triangle is called a percussionist and must master at least 35 different instruments. Wow. This is like you're you're like a seventh grade. Why do you not know this? This is cool. 
Okay, you can support the show on Patreon. Get two bonus episodes a month at patreon.com slash adventure. Huge thanks to our patron supporters. If you uh, would like to get more podcasts every month, you can support us. And if you're at the $5 level or above, you get your name right on the podcast each week. And uh, or rather each month, and you get the back catalog of episodes. There's so many. So thank you, everybody, but mostly Nancy Powell. Nassim Kansari. Nicola Hill. Nicholas Skidmore. Nicole Mustafa. Nikki Bosser. Ashrat Kaplan. Pamela Carpenter. Pamela Wong. Paul Sharp. Paula. Penny from Massachusetts. Rachel Kuzma. Rob Bean. Robert Hamilton. Robin Kilgo. Sadie Massa. Samantha. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Prager. Sarah. Sarah Friedman. Sarah L. Sarah Swift. Sherry Olson. Shauna Mandel. Sir Reginald Pennybottom. SJV. Sophia F. Steph Gorlnick. Steve Harcourt. Susanna Perez. Tanya Lamos. Uh, Tanya Kershevin. The Byersies. The Holterman Clan. The Kembles. Tracy Jury. Tyler Rosewood. Virginia McFeely. Wendy Fick. And Whitney Hoffman, thank you all very much. We'll see you hopefully next week. Email us if you have any questions about how to get from here to there via different freeways. Bye. Bye.